Welcome to the Game Notes Podcast, your Utah Jazz basketball podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network, in which we break down everything that's great with the Jazz, which right now is nothing. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Tony Jones, Rob Lopez pushing <laughs> buttons. Tony, what the hell happened here? Everything I think this is your fault. It's my fault. Plus, I, I think it is your fault because, listen, whenever we podcast together, yeah. the Jazz go on a run. That's true. I've been, so I haven't been around. I didn't go to, didn't go to All-Star been, Weekend. <laughs> you, you've been abandoning you've – you've abandoned my podcast, our podcast, and I've had to do the podcast alone. Ooh. Okay. Or with, like, Sarah Todd or, sure. you know, other people. You I've had to do the podcast in, right. with other people. The, the bottom is falling out. Zach, what do you have to say for yourself? Look, it, what's easy is your your theory is going to be proven correct because we're podcasting now, and the next, <laughs> the next five games are with the Wizards at home and then at Cleveland, at New York, at Boston, at Detroit. That's a four-in-one stretch right there. All right, let, let's 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 do let, let's do the stretch. This next, what what what? I'm going three and two. Nah, they go four and one. They go for they it. Go like all those, all those teams, they'll lose to Boston, but those other teams are garbage. I know they're not playing well right now. I know the sky's falling and everything, but like Cleveland's about to fall back down to earth because they did the dead cat bounce after John Beeline quit, right? Let's stop saying they parted ways or he stepped away. He quit. He's a quitter, okay? He quit. John left $12 million on the table. Woo, he quit for he, That's an expensive <laughs> quitting, by the way. <laughs> um, the Wizards, I know they're technically in it. That team's not good. They don't play. They're historically bad at defense. Okay, so that's a that's an easy win. Cleveland's an easy win. The Knicks. No offense, Tony. The Knicks are the Knicks. I wouldn't count on that. At Boston's going to be super hard, but they'll probably get blown out in that game, which would leave them very fresh the next night for a horrendous Detroit team that is probably the worst team in the league right now. That's an easy four and one. I can only safely tell you that the Jazz will beat the Knicks and beat the Pistons. Wow, you think Cleveland's got a chance? I think any team that has good guys off the bounce has a chance. And Cleveland has two guys that that are good off the bounce. Who's that? See, listen, you know, when I said this last night in the media room, Andy Larson just, like, just busted out laughing at me. Who's the good guys off the bounce in Cleveland? The Utah Jazz be writer from from the Salt Lake Tribune. But I'm going to put this out here in, in podcastville. Okay. Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, two good guys off the bounce. Tony, did you did you rev that DeLorean up to eighty eight miles an hour going to the future? Because I'm <laughs> I'm confused right now. Here's how I described uh, Colin Sexton on the radio today. He's the studio apartment version of Jordan Clarkson. Oh Lord, have mercy. That's t- that's you still living. You still living, but man, like like he can score. He's like you good, only have one room. You only have one room. It's the bedroom and the living room. He can That's score. Tough. He's a good scorer, but I don't think it means anything. And so, like, Jordan Clarkson on those Lakers teams, on that Cavs team, it didn't mean anything. He's contributing now, but on those teams, didn't mean anything. This is a lesser version of that. That's what I think Colin Sexton is currently. I actually was at, I was talking to a scout because I was like, Colin, Colin Sexton, like, he was like a pretty decent defender in college, right? Like, what happened? And the scout <laughs> said he started playing against NBA players. <laughs> Well, and they also made him play the two instead of one. Right. I mean, he's not a two. He's a one. Like, he'll probably go for 25 in that game, but I think they lose by 16 points. 
Okay, so the the Jazz, you think the Jazz will go four and one? Yeah, because it's, it's such an easy stretch. It's just like you know what sucks is that your your blame of me is that is going to look right because we're podcasts. They're going to go four and one on this next stretch, and everyone will be like, oh, maybe it's okay. Right. Yeah, and then and then the following stretch would be like the Toronto Raptors. That's gonna at, be a tough one. I might be busy that at, week. <laughs> at the Oklahoma City Thunder, home against Memphis, home against the Pelicans. Yeah, a, and, a home and home with the Lakers. A home and home with the Lakers. Oof. Yeah, yeah. All well, right. So I want to get into this Mike Conley lineup thing, but first, like the sky's falling in Utah right now, right? Like you're there. Like they Like it's everyone's freaking out about this. The sky is absolutely falling. Hey, before we move on, I want to take a moment to tell you about the great things going on at The Athletic. The Athletic is home to 400 of the best sports writers out there covering every major team in every major league in the U.S., in the Canada, in the U.K., all of that. And you know who I'm picking for this jazz podcast of who you should read. Tony Jones. He's the best at covering the jazz in Salt Lake City, in Utah, in the NBA. That's no offense to anybody else, but Tony is as plugged in as anybody, writes great game stories, writes great news, great information, and he broke the Mike Conley story twice in one day. There were two Mike Conley stories. He and Shamsterania broke them both. You want to make sure you get every bit of knowledge from Tony. Great hoops mind. He'll give you everything you need to know about the Jazz. Simply put, we have the best sports newsroom on the planet. You don't have to take my word for it. See for yourself by signing up for a free trial of The Athletic. Head to theathletic.com slash game notes to save 40% off on an annual subscription that works out to about three bucks a month for total access to the, some of the best sports coverage in the world. So what are you waiting for? That's theathletic.com slash game notes. You're going to save 40%. Plus, you got to subscribe now because this win streak's about to happen for the Jazz. You want to read all about it with Tony Jones, Jazz coverage, power rankings, all that good stuff theathletic.com slash game notes i should say this like i wasn't worried about that little five game losing streak they had because they bounced back with with you know four decent wins um but coming out of the break when they lost to san antonio coming out of the break that way my initial thought was oh no something's wrong and then the phoenix game you can't get blown out at home by that phoenix team uh i think dan clayton from salt city hoops had some had some video I threw them into um, into my awards rankings today of like, look, Rudy Gobert is still third for me in Defensive Player of the Year voting because I'm not going to let a body of work get ruined by this week. But the video evidence against Phoenix was damning. Like he just he it didn't look like he he cared in those in those in those cut shots, right? And so that's not representative of the entire game, but that is kind of representative of where the, the Jazz are right now from a defensive standpoint. You know what Rudy looks like right now? Rudy looks like a guy. That's telling his teammates, if you don't throw me the 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 the, the basketball on one end, you go and get your own rebounds, and you go and you defend by yourself on the other end. Man, you can't have like that, that, Tony. That's, like that's what it looks like. It can't be that though. Like he's got to get over himself, right? I'm not saying yeah, he shouldn't I mean, get the ball. Like so he's did, he's did, a great did, dunk did, option, right? Like he's a guy that can go get you easy buckets by by stretching the floor vertically and using him on the roll, but. Like, look, if the pass isn't there, it's not there. Like, he's got to just go play. So did you see the the, uh, the the viral sequence last night? You know, DHO with Donovan Mitchell. He yeah. comes off the DHO. He's wide open under the basket. Easy lob. Uh, Donovan can't give him the ball because, you know, Daniel Tice, um, 
Daniel Tice would would have would have tipped the pass if, yeah. if he had tried to, you know. Um, and I don't find that on. I don't think that's on Donovan because Daniel Tice had great ball pressure. He would have tipped the pass if you he had tried to pass it. Um, yeah, he's. I mean, Donovan's job there is to so, is to make a play if it's there. But if he feels that pass yeah. isn't there, like, look, I know Rudy's wide open saying get me the ball. But if Donovan isn't sure that pass is getting there. Right, like exactly. that's a calculated risk that I mean he either takes or doesn't take, but like I think you have to trust Donovan to know whether or not he can make that pass in that situation. So the Jazz don't get get Rudy the ball. He's standing wide open in the basket for you know three to four seconds. The very next possession, Jason Tatum posts up Mike Conley. Rudy Gobert is in help position. Rudy Gobert looks at Jason Tatum. And it says, you know, I'm I'm basically not helping. And Oof. Jason Taylor lays the ball up. That can't you know, happen, so man. it's stuff like that. Yeah. Um and I, I think, you know, i I think it's unfortunate because I think that, you know, right now if you're Rudy Gobert, you have this is the time where they need you the most. Yep. Like this is the time where you know, these guys are looking at you and they're saying, you're our leader. You're the guy that's been here the longest. You're the guy who's the two-time defensive player of the year. We are dependent on you at defending at the highest of levels to to help us. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things that right now um, I think that there's just a disconnect on the, on the floor. With 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 Rudy and with the rest of his teammates. Um, look, I understand his frustrations, Tony. But as I'm hearing that, I had one thought in my head: grow up. Like you're gonna pout, like oh, I'm not getting the ball. I don't want to do it. Like grow up, man. Your job is to lead. That's not leadership. Like I get the frustration. I'm not even saying it's unfounded. I get it. Like I think there's some merit to it. You want the ball. You want to contribute. Like you want to score. Especially, like, your dunking option has proven to be one of the best shots in basketball, right? Like, that's just how it is. But you got to grow up. That's the opposite of leadership. That's what everyone made fun of you. That's the type of mentality everyone made fun of you when you cried because you didn't make the All-Star game, which was an emotional moment over your mom and everyone kind of misconstrued. But still, like, that's what they're making fun of right there. The pouting. They're saying it's childlike. Like, you got to grow up. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um I think, you know, I, I think with this team, I, I, I think, you know, everybody on this team shares some sort of blame. Hundred percent. I don't think there's a sort of single way. person that is in the right here. I think the entire right. team is. Missing I, I don't. I don't think there's a single person that's in the right. And I don't think that. In the and to be fair to Rudy Gobert, I don't think that he's the only frustrated person on this team. Sure. In, in fact, I think it's far from it. <laughs> I think there are a lot of frustrating <laughs> Yo, guys on this team Tony, right it would, now. There would be a problem if there wasn't frustration all around this team, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and you know, and and you know, and that's that's why I think the Jazz did themselves a disservice. Um, you know, with 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 their about face, you know, I, I just think it. I don't know what kind of message that is sent, but I, I think it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, so let, um, let's let's get into that, right? Uh, you and you and Sean Sharania break yesterday that the Jazz are bringing Mike Conley out of the lineup, out of the starting lineup. They're going to put Royce O'Neal in. 
Uh, Donovan's going to be the lead guard full time, right in there. And you're going to have shooters all around. You're going to have wings all around. Rudy Gobert is going to be in there. Like that's going to be the starting lineup moving forward. And then what was it like a half hour later? The decision changed. We broke the story. I went and played basketball. Um, And then when I got back into the car to go home, uh, because I had to pick uh, my daughter up at school, um, I got a call from the Jazz, and the Jazz said, Quinn wants you to know that that, uh, it's actually Joe Ingles that's coming out of the starting lineup. Quinn also wants you to know that uh, people might have misconstrued what they saw at shoot-around. And our first, you know, me and Shams huddled up and our first um our, our first reaction was panic because we sure. were like wait a minute did we get the story wrong the first time because that would have been that would have been tough on us if we had gotten the course, story wrong yeah. you never want to get the story wrong so we we huddled up we went back over we compared notes we can we compared who we talked to and then we we went back and we we uh, we went back to the people that we talked to and talked to them again, and we were like, we don't think we got this wrong. <laughs> like this is like this is so something is going on. Yeah. So that's why we worded the the next story the way we did, which was we made sure to say, um, yeah, you know the the players were told that Mike Conley wasn't starting and. Um, we, we put the update out and when, then when we put the update out, you know, I know that I personally got a bunch of messages was like, Hey, sure. did you have bad information? And, you know, and I was, you know, I was pretty staunch and steadfast, like, you know, information wasn't bad. The story was right. And then, um, and then at, after the game, you know, Mike Conley was like, yeah, well, you know, I was told I was, wasn't going to be a starter. You know, and then I went to bed and I woke up and I was a starter again. So, hey, here we go. You know, so it, it was it was very much one of the the more surreal days that I've had in journalism. Um, I personally think that, you know, a lineup change is, is innocuous enough that, you know, nobody should have had to go through what they went through uh, yesterday. I don't think the Jazz should have had to go through what, what they went through. I don't think me and Shams should have had to go through yeah. what we went through because at the end of the day, who cares about the starting lineup? You care about, you care about the starting lineup for about an hour or two or for about five minutes before the game and five minutes after the game, which you care about more about is who finishes games, not right. who starts games. So it, it was, it was interesting. It was surreal. It was tiring. It was tedious, and it was unneeded. Um, and those are those are my reactions to 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 what happened yesterday. The shenanigans. Yeah, I I wonder like, I, obviously, if this team is playing better, then the lineup change probably doesn't happen at all, right? Like that that right. that leads to it, and because the team's not playing well, there is a sense of pressure, and I don't even know if I want to say panic is the right word, but there's a lot of ill feelings around that team, whether that means they don't like each other, whether it means they're just frustrated with the, with the way things are going this last week, it it doesn't really matter. Like, it's just that there's a negativity around the team and that builds tension that builds pressure. Um, And then to save face in the way that it seems like they tried to do, 
uh, I don't know that that alleviates anything, right? It, it just it deflects a little bit, it distracts, but it doesn't alleviate the issues, especially when you go out there and then you know give up fifty four percent shooting and forty two percent from three and only eight turnovers for the Celtics, right? On a, a home game and your fourth straight home loss. Um, look, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to put anything more on the Jazz here, but it's just like it just seemed like the wrong focus to me for that team. Yeah, I think it was the wrong focus. And and here's the thing. I mean, you know, if you're going to put Royce O'Neal on the starting lineup, the guy to take out is Mike Conley. Yeah. It's not Joe Ingles. It's 100% Mike Conley. And this isn't an indictment on Mike in any way, shape, or form. This is, if you're going to put Royce O'Neal back in the starting lineup, you want to do two things. You want to, A, you want to get bigger. Right. Which means you want to put Donovan Mitchell at the point. You want to surround him with three wings, which is Royce, Joe, Joe Ingles, and Bojan Bogdanovic. And you want to surround you want to surround those 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 four guys. Surround those four guys around Rudy Gobert. So the the domino effect to that is you want Mike Conley coming off the bench, killing second string point guards. You want to get bigger. You want to unlock Joe Ingles' pick and roll with with Rudy Gobert. Yeah, you want to do all of those things. Joe was, you know, he was he was a ghost last night coming off the bench. Do you think I didn't that even was realize he was in the game? Yeah. Do you think that was just a bad game, the Celtics? Do you think that was a reaction to what happened earlier in the day? Do you think it's just a culmination of everything right now? I think it was a combination of everything, but I also think is Joe doesn't play well coming off the bench. Yeah, I mean he, the splits are the splits are pretty dramatic, right? The, the splits are pretty dramatic. The evidence is damning. It's overwhelming evidence that Joe Ingles, for him to be the best version of himself on this team, he needs to be in the starting lineup. And the evidence is pretty overwhelming that he probably needs to be in the starting lineup without Mike Conley. Yeah. And, you know, and, and as I, I want to repeat this, this is not an indictment on anything that Mike Conley is doing, because I don't think Mike Conley's the problem here. I think the problem is nobody on this team is defending. Right. And I think the problem is. And, um, and Royce is your second best defender, right? So, like, you got to right. get him into the mix. You have to get him in. This team can't, to me right now, Royce. Royce O'Neal has to be in a starting lineup. Yeah. Like, you just can't not be in a starting lineup. Um, because you just can't defend without him in a starting lineup. Right. Um, and you can't defend with him playing twenty the 20 minutes that he'll play off the bench because of rotations. He's got to be in a starting lineup. He's got to play 30 minutes a night. It's as simple as that. So, you know, it, it, I don't know what happens going going forward but you know if the jazz are going to do this they have to do it the right way in my opinion and the right way would be would be to take mike conley out of the starting lineup i know it's going to cause consternation i know it's going to open the jazz up for for criticism but this is not mike conley's fault this is not a mike conley issue this is a you know we have to make some hard choices. Yeah. The season, the very season that we thought we were going to be great is slipping away. The Jazz are in the sixth spot in the Western Conference. They're half a game up over the Dallas Mavericks for the yeah. seventh spot. If they are going to turn the season around, it has to start coming now. 
But Tony, like, I agree with everything you say, but they, you can't make the change of Mike Conley out of the lineup now after yesterday, right? I mean, from I mean, I don't know. Uh, you should, but like that makes it look real bad. I'm, I know, which is why they should have <laughs> stuck with it in the first place. Then we wouldn't. I mean, we'd be talking about it, but then we'd be, we would talk about it. We would be like, okay, we're going to talk about this Mike Conley thing in this podcast, and then we're going to go about, and then we're going to go about our lives. Right. Exactly. And now it's become dramatic for no reason. Right. Um, exactly. I know we got to get you out of here in a couple minutes, but Tony, like, so what's the fix here? I mean, because it, it seems pretty simple. Like, you dudes just need to play basketball, right? Like, just go defend. Go play the way that you played for a good chunk of the season. Uh, but I don't know how easily that is to just start doing. Uh, you know, they're making some adjustments here and there. Joe Ingles off the bench now. Uh, you know, that that's that's whatever. But at a certain point, like, is it just this soft week in the schedule can get some th- get them some wins, reinforce some good habits, and and then like get the confidence back? Is it as simple as that? You know, I would like to think that it is because I mean, at the end of the day, I still, from a journalist perspective, I still believe in the talent of this team. Yeah. Um, but so many things have to happen right now. Like these guys have to start defending. They have to reconnect with each other offensively. Ball's not moving like it used to. Um, in a, in a large way, I think that teams have figured the jazz out a little bit. I think the secret is out. Um, teams are no longer playing primarily drop big or, yeah. Um, chasing over screens. You know what they're doing right now? They're just switching everything because they're like, okay, nobody's going to throw Rudy Gobert to basketball anyway. So we switch, we gang rebound, and, you know, and outside of Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, that that stops the ball. Right. Right. Exactly. So I think that team, I think they have to figure out a way to, to, to beat to beat to beat that kind of switching defense, um, I think that these guys have to start liking playing with each other again. Um, Man, it's crazy that that's a thing you have to say. But I, I mean, you're right. It, I mean, I can just say I can only go by what I'm seeing right yeah. now, and that this is what I'm saying. And you know, I, I you know, it's like. Boyan Bogdanovich went one for eight from the field last night. And there was a point in the fourth quarter where the ball was swung to him. He touched the basketball. He did not have a shot. He was heavily guarded. And he just turned and flung the thing up at the basket. <laughs> I mean, that that's, you know, it sounds dramatic the way I'm describing it, but yeah. that's literally what happened. Yeah. Caught the ball, caught the ball on the deep wing, caught the ball on the deep wing, uh, 24 feet from the basket, just turned the shot it right off the touch. And that's, that was something I was like, this is not the jazz. That's bad jazz basketball right now. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to stay on this five game trip. I'm, I'm sticking with four and one. You're saying three and two. No, I'm saying three and two. All right. Not, not, well, we're going to talk again before this trip is over. A hundred percent. We got to keep, I mean, now it's on me. Like if they're, if they have to do their part and they have to play, I guess it's on my part to, to pod and make sure everything goes well. Yeah, so we'll do exactly. that. Uh, catch out all of Tony's excellent jazz coverage and all the lineup adjustments 
on theathletic.com from him and Shams Charani. And you should read that story from yesterday and check all that out uh, on The Athletic. Uh, for Tony Jones, I'm Zach Harper. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts from us. Make sure you leave a review, leave comments on the, on the articles and everything, and read the power rankings and all that good stuff. Uh, Tony, thanks so much, and good luck on this uh, upcoming stretch of games. <laughs> thanks, my guy. Appreciate it. Thank you.